This is episode 7 of Overcoming Anxiety, a devotional look at Philippians 4, verses 5 to 7. In verse 6 of Philippians chapter 4, Paul begins by offering three suggestions on how to deal with anxiety. In episode 5, we examined what the Apostle had to say about prayer and supplication. In episode 6, we saw that he what he had to tell the Philippians about thankfulness. Here in this episode, we will examine the Apostle's exhortation to let our requests be made known to God. Let's begin by reading Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6. This is what Philippians 4 verse 6 says. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. As we continue in our reflection on Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, Paul tells the Philippians that in light of the trials they were facing, that they were to make their requests known to God. Now, as we consider this phrase, make their requests known to God, we immediately run into a problem. Consider, for example, the words of the prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 2, verses 20 to 22. Here we read, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and insight. He changes times and season. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. Notice in particular in verse 22 what Daniel tells us about God. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness, and the light dwells with him. God reveals deep and hidden things. God knows what is in the darkness. God knows the needs we have even before we ask him. Consider also the words of Jeremiah twenty three twenty four, which says this, Am I a God at hand, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can a man hide himself in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord? You see, Jeremiah is telling us that we cannot hide ourselves from the Lord. In Psalm 94 and verse 11, we read, The Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are but breaths. That's Psalm 94 verse 11. And and we read in Luke chapter 8 and verse 17, For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and and come to light. You see, the hidden things are, are made known to God. The secret things are clearly seen by God. All these verses tell us that nothing can be hidden from God. 
He knows what we need better than we know it ourselves. The issue that we find here in this verse is this. How can we make anything known to God when he already knows all things? And if he already knows all things, why do we need to come to him to make them known? When Paul tells the Philippians to make their requests known to God, he's not telling them that God doesn't know them already. He's simply telling them to bring their requests to God and present their need to him. The making known our needs is not about informing God. It is about placing our needs before him for him to act on our behalf. Now, what is the first thing we do when we face a problem? We often have that temptation to take things on ourselves and to seek to deal with them in our own wisdom and our own strength. The first thing we tend to do is look to our own resources. But Paul is telling us that instead of doing this, we need to present our needs to God and to seek his wisdom and his strength. You see, God's ways are not our ways. He often uses what seems to be strange and tragic to us to accomplish his purposes. His timing is not our timing. He often delays his response to prepare us and other people for the answer that he wants to give. And unless we present our needs to God and wait upon him for direction and wisdom, we will very likely miss out on the lessons he wants to teach us through the trials that we're facing. We ask him to teach us what he wants us to learn as we present and make known our needs to him. We ask him to use the trials to chip away what is not from him in our lives as we present our needs to him. There's another aspect to this understanding of what Paul says when he tells us to make our requests known to God. When Paul tells us to bring our request to God, he's telling us something very important. He's telling us that this is what God expects of us in our time of trouble. James chapter 4 and verse 2 says this, tells us this, that we do not have because we do not ask. In other words, there are blessings we will never obtain unless we ask God for them. God knows what we need and makes that available to us. But unless we ask, we will never receive what he wants to offer. We often sing the words of the familiar hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And the words of the first verse go like this. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything. To God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. There is peace for our struggle. There is relief in our pain. But we need to come to God and, and make our requests known to him. God calls us to cry out to him in our time of need. We bear needless anxiety because we have not brought our requests to God. To make my request known to God implies that I have a need. It, it implies that I am coming to God 
with a heart that is willing to receive his wisdom and his strength and and recognizing that my wisdom and my strength are insufficient for the task. I, I make my need known to God so that I can invite him to join me in my pain and to minister to me in my pain and to accomplish what he wants to accomplish in me through my pain. This requires a heart that is willing to be taught, a heart that is willing to, to recognize the sin and shortcomings that God will reveal to me through the suffering that I am facing and the anxieties I am facing. You cannot make your request known to God if you are not willing to let him do what he wants with you and through you in the trials and the anxiety that you are facing. You see, the one who makes his or her request known to God is one who will allow God to answer this request as he see fits. You know that because God's ways are different from our ways, we he may not answer according to the way we think. And those who bring their requests to God and commit their requests into the hands of God are willing, however, to die to their own ideas and to their own agendas and to give him absolute right in their trial. He who submits his requests to God hands over all rights to God. He chooses to accept the purpose of God. He chooses to walk in obedience to the decision of God, no matter what decision that God renders to them. And, and, and so bringing our request and, and making our request known to God is not just about informing him. It is about submitting and committing myself to allowing him to use these trials and these anxieties to accomplish his purpose in my life. Now, Paul, who wrote this letter to the Philippians, understood what it was to bring his request to the Lord. In fact, we have a record of this in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 10. Let me read that. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10 says this, So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The Apostle Paul brought his request to God, made his request made known to God uh, for relief from the thorn in his flesh. And, and he prayed three times that God would relieve him of this thorn. But God answered him and said, no, Paul, I want you to bear this thorn. And so Paul's response in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 10 is, is such an incredible response. He says this, For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, 
insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. There would be no fighting God on this matter. Paul obtained from God the peace he needed with his thorn in the flesh. And having heard from God on this matter, the matter was resolved in his own heart. The answer he received was not what his flesh wanted, but it was an answer that Paul experienced great peace in in his life. And that thorn in the flesh would prove to be a tremendous blessing for Paul. He would experience the Lord on a whole new level as a result of this thorn in his flesh. His ministry would become all the more powerful because he was forced to rely more fully on God through his thorn in the flesh. And he made his request known to God, but he let the Lord determine the solution. And Paul challenges us to do likewise. When we are facing our anxieties and the trials before us, we are to make our requests known to God. We are to bring those requests and place them before God, to let God know the anxieties that we are facing, to place those anxieties and trials before him and allow him, as we do, to show us his purpose through those anxieties, to surrender all rights to the answer and to let him accomplish whatever purpose he wants through those things that he is calling us to face in life. How are we to understand what Paul means when he says we are to make our request known to God? Well, to make our request known to God is not about telling God what he doesn't know or about telling God what we expect him to do for us. We come to a God who knows far more than we do. In fact, it would be the heights of blasphemy to assume that our ideas were better than his. We, we come as servants to God who is our Lord. We come asking him what he wants us to do as we face these trials in our life. We, we come as students before our master, asking him to teach us what he wants us to learn as we bring our requests before him. We, we come with a humble heart and, and a heart that is willing to, to respond and to listen. And we surrender those anxieties to him and ask him to use them in our lives for his good and, and for our good and for his glory. When your anxieties begin to overwhelm you, What does Paul tell us we are to do? We are to make those anxieties and needs known to God. We are to present them to him. We are to ask him to teach us through them. We are to ask him to direct us and show us his will. We offer ourselves and we offer these anxieties like clay in the hands of the master potter. And we surrender to them them into his hands and Ask him to shape them and to shape us through them for his purpose and for his glory. We present our needs to him saying, Lord, here's my trial. Here are my anxieties. Will you use it on this willing vessel to accomplish your purpose and your plan? Will you shape me through them so that I can become everything that you want me to be? Watch then what he will do as you present your anxieties to him and let him use them to bring about your good and his glory. Father, as we come before you today, 
We recognize that all things work together for good for those that love you. And we recognize that even the trials we face are tools in your hand to accomplish great good. So Father, we come before you with the anxieties that we face. And we come and we place these anxieties before you and in your hands. We make them known to you. And as we make them known to you, we come with a heart that is surrendered and submissive to you. And we come before you, offering them to you like clay in the hands of the master potter. And we ask you, Lord, use what we are facing to accomplish your purpose. Shape us, transform us, use us in greater ways through the things that we deal with here. Even as the Lord Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered, so we too must learn through the things that we face in life. And so, Father, will you teach us as we bring our anxieties to you, may they not be so much the enemy, but may they be tools in the hands of the master potter that shape us and transform us and draw us closer to you and into deeper intimacy with you and into greater fruitfulness as your servants. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I trust you are enjoying this study. If you'd like your own copy of the this study, uh, it's available in both print and Kindle uh, ebook edition on Amazon. For other ebook formats, just go to smashwords.com. And if you would like to have a copy, a free copy of the complete library of Light to My Path books, check out the LTMP e-library. Uh, app on Google Play or on the iPhone App Store. All this material is also available to read freely on our website at www.lighttomypath.ca.